You are listening to the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast, and this is episode number 28. This episode is brought to you by my brand new booklet, The Fear Guide. Learn practical steps and strategies to shut down the chorus of fear so that you can take action on your ideas. Get the download for free by visiting thefearguide.com. Go check it out and stay tuned for later on in the episode when I tell you a little bit more about it. Welcome to the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast with Monique Malcolm, a show about creative people leveraging their brilliance to create their own opportunities. I aim to show you what's really possible when you shut down the course of fear and lean into your genius zone. You can learn more about this show and subscribe for updates by visiting keepchasingthestars.com backslash podcast. Hey, Star Chaser. Uh, it feels like it's been so long since I've been on the mic recording a fresh episode but I'm back. I'm back. And I missed it. And I hope you guys are looking forward to new episodes. Oh, it's been like a really nice summer vacation, but like all good things, they come to an end. I'm about a week away from sending my son to high school, which is freaking me out a little bit. But I, I mean, I gosh, I have a high schooler. What do you even do with that? How do you even begin to think about what comes beyond that? I don't know. I'm I'm navigating this space. And, you know, as I'm saying this to you, I'm wondering how many of my listeners are in a place where they are dealing with transitions like that, like maybe a kid going to kindergarten or your elementary schooler going to middle school or your kid going to high school like mine is. I know I don't share a ton about my family, but sometimes people ask me, like, how do I balance being a mom and things like that? And I always feel hesitant to answer because I assume that they have younger kids and they're asking like, how do you juggle a baby and like a toddler? And that's not my life. But there are some things, some challenges that come with raising a teenager. So let me know, guys. I'm just throwing this out there. Is that something that you guys want to know? Do you want to know about balancing a business and also having a child? Yay, nay. You can always hit me up. Hello at Keep Chasing the Stars and let me know your thoughts on that topic. But anyway, trying to catch you guys up on how summer vacation went. So I'm getting ready to send my son to school. I've been working behind the scenes and doing some really neat things. One of which you may have heard in the show commercial, which is the fear guide, which is my new little baby that I've been working on the past couple of weeks. And I'll be sharing more about that later on in the show. But let's talk about today's topic, which is logging off to create. And I'm going to share with you five ways to know if you need a social media detox. And this conversation comes courtesy of my accountability buddy, Siobhan, Siobhan Be Free Project. And she thought this would be a good topic because I wrote the fear guide in about three days, turned it into a file to send to Amazon Create Space and made it into like an actual physical booklet. So I had this thing in like under a week and... There's a really specific reason tied to today's topic about why I was able to do that. And that was because I decided to log off of social media. So we need to back up a couple months because we need to talk about Instagram and my issues with Instagram. Okay, so I want to disclaim this. I used to be like a diehard, you need social media to run an online business fan but I am changing my tune. 
Honestly, I'm at this place where I'm trying to prove to myself that you don't need it as much as you think you do, or at least I don't need it as much as I think I do. And I realize this is like a complete 180 from what everybody else is saying online. But hear me out and listen to my tale of getting off of Instagram. So we have to back up to like June-ish. I had been feeling like really, really burnt out and over social media, but specifically Instagram for months now. But we always convince ourselves we need to do these things. Everyone's doing it. It's a great way to grow your business. But honestly, it just was not doing anything for me. And I found myself one evening sitting on the couch with my husband and I just told him like, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to do Instagram. I'm over it. I don't like how it makes me feel. I feel like it's a waste of my time. It's not growing the way I would like it. And I just want to stop. And in that conversation, I also heard myself saying to him, when I started my business, I didn't even have Instagram. And I didn't. It didn't exist at the time. I started my first blog in 2008. I started my business in 2009. Instagram wasn't a thing. And when it became a thing, I did not have an iPhone. I was on Team Android at the time. So I did not even have access to Instagram once it became a thing. So in the first two years of me starting out online, Instagram was just not on my radar. And that's, you know, simple as that. And my business was fine. I was still doing things and still growing it just fine without it. So fast forward to now, I'm having this conversation with my husband. I'm telling him about how I just don't want to do it. And when I said that out loud, like I just felt a sense of relief and I just stopped, decided I wasn't going to post anymore and let it go. And honestly, it's been fine. So I don't want to skirt over my reasons behind getting off of Instagram because I realize maybe you were in the same place and what I'm saying will resonate with you. So let's talk about some of these reasons why I decided to get off of Instagram. For me, the return on investment just wasn't there. Numbers don't lie. And if you look at your Google Analytics, you can see your top traffic sources. And for me, Google Analytics says my top three traffic sources are Pinterest, Facebook, and then Instagram are kind of like in a tie, but the percentage of traffic they're bringing is really, really low. It's just a trickle. It's not even a trickle. It's like a drop compared to what I'm getting from Pinterest and Facebook. So that was my first reason. My second reason, and this is one of those things where you have to turn like your internal mirror on yourself and and be honest but I wasn't really willing to commit the amount of time that I would need to invest in Instagram to see growth from it. And this is just honest truth. I don't want to develop an Instagram strategy. I don't want to have to take pictures and schedule them out. I don't want to take pictures on the fly. Like I just don't want to do that. I don't want to have to try to think of storytelling captions. And when I realized that I got honest with myself, it made a lot of sense. Like it's not growing because you don't really want to do it and you're not investing time in it. And if you're doing things that you really, really don't want to do, the lack of effort starts to show. A big one for me, and this is me getting real, Instagram just brought up so many bad feelings for me. It brought up negative feelings of comparison. It was distracting. It made me feel like the work that I wasn't doing like it wasn't good enough. Seeing other people doing things made me upset. And it's rough to say that, but I have this conversation and I I share this with Siobhan 
after I made the decision and I told her about it, I told her, you know, I have these conversations on my podcast when I have guests. And a lot of the episodes, we start talking about comparison and the comparison trap. And every single person who I've had a discussion about the comparison trap with has pinpointed Instagram as their largest source of comparison. And I think it's stupid, (laughs) at least for me, to continue to drink from that poison as well, if I know that that's the source. And again, this is another revelation that I just, when I said it out loud, it was like, man, when you put it in that perspective, like, how are you still on Instagram and why? My last reason is Instagram is just not helping me connect with people the way that I want to connect with people. Social media can be a great place to meet people. It can be fun to hang out. But I know for myself the way I want to connect with people on a deeper level. I want to get to know what people are up to. I want to get to hear about their goals and their triumphs and where they're, they're feeling challenged. And I want to be able to help. But on social media, I just felt like it's so much noise. It's so much distraction. It's so superficial. We're just tapping. And when people are commenting, it's like, nice photo. This is cool. And that's not how you form relationships, or at least not for me. So I want to be able to take relationships that I have formed and remove them off of social media and really get to know people. And that's just not happening for me. So those reasons were reason enough to decide, like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I'm going to be, here's another honest moment. Telling you this makes me feel a little, mm, I don't know the right word for it, but I'm hesitant. Like I was really hesitant to record this episode because I didn't want people to be like, oh, you said you quit Instagram. And like, what if I decide to come back in six months and they're like, I thought you said you were never doing Instagram again. That's not the case. It just doesn't work for me right now. And I've decided that I don't want to invest my time there, but I also don't want to be judged if I decide that I want to come back. So there's that. Okay, Star Chaser, let's get real about fear. Fear is natural. Your mind is a brilliant piece of machinery and it wants to protect itself at all costs. So fear by design is a defense mechanism. Its primary purpose is to keep you safe. Unfortunately, too many of us let fear hold us back from truly living the lives we were meant to live. I believe that we are suffering from a fear-induced and action epidemic and I want to change that. So I wrote the fear guide to help you get out of your own way by providing you with a toolkit that you can use to silence the course of fear and take action. These are the actual strategies that I use while chasing after my biggest goals, ideas, and dreams. Inside the fear guide, you're going to learn the truth about risk and why taking risks is important and beneficial in your life. You're going to meet the course of fear. You're going to learn what it is and how to keep it in check. And finally, you're going to learn practical and actionable steps to move you past fear. So I'm sharing a repeatable process full of insightful questions and exercises that will help you take action. So yes, this is my not so subtle nudge to get you out of your head and into action. It's definitely required reading. If you want more information about the fear guide, it's available for purchase as a physical booklet or a free digital download by visiting thefearguide.com. Okay, now that we got those negatives out the way, 
let's talk about some positives because I have had some positive things happen, some positive interactions happen that I want to share with you. The first one was realizing that getting off of social media didn't really change anything for me. Nothing exploded. My numbers didn't decrease. My podcast downloads were still relatively the same. The number of subscribers I get on a daily basis on my email list, the same. Traffic on my blog, the same. So none of those things decreased, which I didn't expect them to, because as I said, Google Analytics was saying Instagram really wasn't doing me any favors anyway. Something unexpected that I realized that happened is I have more time in my day because I don't have any social media apps on my phone. So there's nothing to look at. And the first couple of days after getting off of Instagram, it was like midday. And I was like, man, am I through my to-do list already? Like there's nothing else for me to do. And now I have time to just kind of sit around and do nothing. So that was, that was weird. And I guess I did not realize how much time I was wasting scrolling on Instagram. So that was a real eye opener and a positive thing because I am able to put my phone down. I'm able to go in the grocery store without staring at my phone because there's honestly nothing to look at. A really big one is I have more clarity in my own vision and what I'm building. And I don't think I realized at the time how much of a fog I was under consuming so much content on Instagram because it was like I'd be on Instagram at the gym trying to show people my workouts. I'd be on Instagram pretty much any time when I wasn't doing something that required my full attention. And I would just be scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and consuming people's content and being in my feelings and doing all kinds of stuff that was not productive. And taking that step back, getting off of social media, I'm not a big Facebook person. I'm not a big Twitter person. So there really wasn't a whole lot of other people's content that I was consuming. And it just helped me realign myself with, here's what I'm creating. Here's why this is awesome. And here's why I'm going to invest more of my time and effort into making it the best thing possible. Because I didn't have any outputs from anybody else, like influencing what I was creating. Finally, the best thing was, I wrote the fear guide and I turned that into an epic booklet. And I think that that only came because of that clarity I just spoke about. I'm in this place where I'm not consuming a lot of other people's content. And during that time, it was just like I had this idea to write this new opt-in for my website and it turned into this epic booklet of awesome tips and strategies and a story about the chorus of fear and it's gotten amazing feedback so far. So I'm pretty freaking excited about it. But I, I really credit being able to step away from social media and get clear back on what I want and how I want to show up in the world and create from that space. And I think that's important. I don't want anybody to take this episode as me saying like, don't do social media, get off of Instagram. It's horrible for you. You're not going to be happy if you're on Instagram. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is sometimes you have to evaluate your relationships with the tools that you're using. And Instagram is another one of these tools. And I had to decide for myself, was this a tool that was positively impacting my business? Is it positively impacting my life? Is it helping me grow? Is it making things easier for me? And the answer was no. And so I decided to remove that tool. You might not feel the same way. That's totally fine. Maybe you want to try a little detox for a short period of time. 
it's really up to you. You can do what you want. There are no hard and fast rules in business. What I do want to share, though, is five ways, five ways to know if you need a social media detox. Because as I sat here and thought about like what led up to this decision to step away, there were specific signs that came up and maybe you are noticing some of these same things and it would be a good time to evaluate. Do you need a break? Do you need to step away for a little bit and regroup and then come back? So my first way is, are you obsessing over the numbers? If you're on any social media platform and you can't seem to get past how little you are growing, if you're constantly checking your numbers and constantly checking your stats and fretting over lost followers, maybe it's time to consider stepping away or reevaluating your relationship with social media. And that's really important. Numbers are great, but numbers only tell one part of the story. You need to also be thinking about engagement. Do you have a way to measure your engagement with your fans? Like when you post, are a certain number of people commenting? Are you engaging in those comments? Are you able to get a certain percentage of your followers over to your blogs to read your post or listen to your podcast or get on your email list? Don't just stop at follower numbers. Think about engagement. Think about how you are converting those people into email signups or something of that number, but stop obsessing over the numbers. So if you find yourself obsessing over the numbers, that's a sign you may need to take a step back. My second way is you feel a sense of guilt when you don't have time to post updates. And this goes back to what I was saying earlier about how I wasn't willing to commit to the amount of time required to grow my Instagram. And that was a huge source of frustration for me because I knew that I was the reason it wasn't growing, but I also didn't really want to do anything about it. So if you're in that space, maybe think about, do you really want to make this commitment? And if you do, then great. Build in the time, put together a strategy, get it scheduled, get it done, batch it. But if you feel a sense of guilt and you don't want to post the updates, it's time to reevaluate some things. Number three, you spend more time scrolling than you do doing your actual work. And I'm calling you out if this is you. You definitely need to consider stepping away or limiting yourself to a certain amount of time every day. Nothing will ever replace doing the work. No amount of scrolling is going to help you grow your business. It's going to help you pimp your brilliance and get to the place that you're trying to be. So if scrolling is a problem for you. If you're addicted to Instagram scrolling, you definitely need to consider a social media detox. Number four, does participating in social media make you feel like you're not enough or bring up feelings of comparison? And I told you this was a really big thing. I think for me, this was like the biggest one. And I think this is a really big one for a lot of us. We just don't want to admit it. But you don't have to tell anybody that you're leaving social media. You don't have to tell anybody that you want to step away for a bit. But if it makes you feel some kind of way, if you get in your feelings, if it changes your attitude, if you find yourself angry irrationally with people on the internet that you don't even know because they're being successful and you feel like you are struggling, I'm here to tell you. It's, it's time to reevaluate your relationship and really think about like how you're using social media and how you're equating it to your own self-worth 
And when you realize that, I wouldn't even have to tell you to take a social media detox. You'll just do it automatically because you'll recognize like it's just a negative space for you. But that's a really important one. So I want you to be honest with yourself and dig deep if social media is bringing up negative feelings. And then finally, the last one, if you're burnt out and you just feel like social media is not fun anymore, you don't want to do it anymore, step away. Step away and don't feel guilty about it. There are other ways that you can grow your business. There are other things that you can focus on. and There are other ways that you can get eyeballs over to your stuff. Pro tip, here's a little one that I'm just going to add and throw in here for you, which wasn't on my notes. Give Pinterest a good try. In this time that I've been away from Instagram, I've been investing more time in Pinterest because Pinterest is my number one traffic driver and it's really been paying off. So I'm not mad at Pinterest. I might be mad at some of the other social media channels and feeling burnt out, but Pinterest is definitely not one of them. Whew, this feels like a huge weight off my chest because I've been really debating back and forth about whether or not I want to publicly announce that I have stepped away from Instagram. But honestly, I don't even care. I'm happy not doing it. And that's all that matters. I'm able to focus more on other things. And you guys will see like the fruit of my labor in the next coming weeks as I unveil some of my plans and some of the things that are going on. But as I said before, there are no hard, fast rules in business, especially online business. We're all experimenting. We're all making it up as we go along. So if you don't have time to do Instagram this week or Facebook or Twitter, or whatever you're at, Snapchat, don't worry about it. It's okay to step away. It's okay to focus on other things in your business. Social media is not the end all be all. It's just a good practice to step away from time to time, regroup, refocus, be mindful about what you're consuming, stop consuming other people's content, and keep your head down and do the work that you know you need to do to get to where you're trying to go. So I hope this was helpful for you. If it was, hit me up, hello at keepchasingstars.com. And you can even send me an email if you are in love with social media and you completely disagree. I accept your feedback either way. Before I go, I just want to say a big heartfelt thank you to you. I appreciate you subscribing, leaving reviews, sending me feedback, emails, everything. I know that you're busy. You don't have a lot of free time in your day. So I appreciate you being here, showing up, listening to what I have to say. I can't thank you enough. And that's what makes this show so amazing and why I am so happy to do it every single week. So until next week, go out there and pimp your brilliance.